Hey guys, welcome back and thanks for tuning in to the Oxen Plow hashtag Canna Chick Chats podcast. I'm your host, Lacey. I'm also the creator of the brand, business, and podcast Oxen Plow. Here we dive deep into the lives of women in cannabis and their stories. Today, I'm very excited to have CEO and the creator of Cush and Cute, a beautiful skincare line, cannabis infused, of course. Um, Today, we talk about breakups and how they affect our lives and how they affect our business. I think it's really important that we talk about this because for me, I know that I've gone through a recent breakup and it, it wasn't easy. And I think, you know, a lot of times just in general, as women, we we don't talk about breakups in business, especially if we own one or we're creating one. And I know I certainly hold myself to that as well. And I think that, you know, it's just so important that we talk about this subject. So without further ado, here is our interview with Ayana. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm already a little stoned because I had an edible like 20 minutes ago. So I'm already feeling good and chatty. Oh my God, I love that. What did you have? I had a medicated cinnamon roll. Yum. And I need that. <laughs> it was I really, need really one good. So bad. The only bad thing about it is that it's so hard not to eat the whole thing because it just tastes like a big old delicious cinnamon roll. It doesn't taste like it's medicated at all. So you eat the whole thing and you're like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. But oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh, my gosh. So welcome back. This is a part two. I'm so excited to be back. You can't see me, but I'm literally dancing. (laughs) Yay. No, I love that. I feel like we should do like a YouTube series when we're ever together in the same city because I think. Well, you're always on my Instagram live and you know I like to dance when I'm stoned. So I'm over here dancing. Or like you'll be dancing and then looking and then going back and smoking (laughs) and then dancing and looking and going back. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite stoned activity. It's, It's fun to dance with you on live (laughs) we're gonna have to do a real live in-person version of the dancing sessions no seriously we have to um I'm so glad that you're back Uh, um I'm really glad that we get to hang out and do part two of our smoke sesh um I really wanted to I know that we talked about this before but just so that the audience knows that Mm -hmm. I know that today we kind of want to talk about breakups and Mm -hmm. how that affects your business and how you move forward from them and still Mm -hmm. manage to keep your day-to-day in your business because you know the hustle and grind doesn't stop yeah even when your heart's broken you have to take time for you and and you have to kind of process and yeah I had to learn that the hard way (laughs) yeah exactly and I think we both have I mean I mean I have been through so many breakups I can't tell you not with having my own business at the same time. You guys, time, but... can I let you know that she's been, like, the best person ever <laughs> to text during a breakup? I'll just – I had my days where I was, like, I'm so sad. And she was, like, listen, girl, we're going to get over this dumbass boy. He's not even worth no, it. No, but seriously. Seriously, because it's, like, you know, I, I, I went through a breakup in March, and um, it was, like, we were engaged, and – you know, it was really messy and, um, and like, she's an amazing person and 
you know, we're good and everything's fine. And, you know, just sometimes things just don't work out, you know, and like, and then there's your case, which is more painful because I mean, I'll let you tell, tell a little bit about that, but um, um, the last time I was on this podcast, I was in a relationship <laughs> and, and I think I mentioned him and now I'm not the biggest thing I've learned from this is that change is inevitable. Change is always going to happen and you can either fight it, you can either resist it or just let it happen. So I kind of just stopped resisting it and I was cheated on, but we'll get, <laughs> we won't say too much after that. Being cheated on is really hard, though. Like, it's a totally... So I've had breakups, but I've never had a breakup that happened because the other person um, stepped out. So this or is, like, the I first time. Out. Yeah, like, first, like, formal time. There have been times where I was, like, talking to someone or mm-hmm. dating someone, and we were kind of seeing other people, but it, that was... We were aware of it. As for this, I wasn't aware of it at all. I didn't know until four months later. Mm-hmm. So it's a totally, I feel like that's a totally different breakup experience. Cause I was like, am I dying? This I'm dying. <laughs> it feels like that. I mean, they do say like when you break up with someone, depending on how long you're with them, that it can feel equivalent to a death, <clears throat> which I always thought was a really interesting perspective because, you know, I, I I've lost a parent. And so I, I can't even, I never compare a breakup to that because that to me, there's mm-hmm. no comparable. Right. But yeah, they're two different, they're two different of, things. Yeah. But, yeah. but I did go through, I, and I guess I'll share a little bit about this, but um, I went through like a living hell breakup. Like, like I, I thought that this was the one, right. I was 20, oh. I was like 22 or 23. And like, we were back and forth, back and forth. It was super toxic. And like, like we, loved each other so those are the tricky relationships though the ones that you think like you just love each other but there's that toxic energy in there those are the ones that are so hard to let go of. yeah and like you think that you love this person so much but it's so bad and but you don't want to be apart from them so you'll deal with the shit every single day because Mm -hmm. you don't want to be apart from them when in reality it's better that you part ways so that each of you can be healthy and happy yeah, you know? for sure. But anyway, now that I'm out of it, I feel so much better. Good, like, because I, I know it's been a hard couple months. Yeah, yeah, I've had a good. <laughs> like, you guys, she's been amazing. <laughs> I've had a, a really hard couple months, so I'm finally like pulling myself out of it. I def my my business, my my work ethic, my motivation to work was definitely affected by this breakup. I didn't really have the motivation to do anything because I was just trying to like push through the day you're just existing yeah mm-hmm. I was just trying to get through the day without bursting into tears mm-hmm. which usually didn't happen but mm-hmm. what is like one thing you would say like to people maybe going through the same thing that's like or if they are or feel like they're about to and they're in the <clears throat> hustle and grind of their business I'm sorry you guys those are my dogs they're fighting um they're playing well they're not fighting they're just wrestling but um and like if you could give them one piece of advice that like would help them through that time and and then kind of just let's talk a little bit about how that affects your business because I know that you've had some Mm -hmm. days that were worse than others yeah for sure and I kind of talked about it in the last episode and the whole reason I started smoking anyways because I have anxiety and depression so just going through all of this with my anxiety and depression and still having to go to work every day was really really hard Um, but I think, and I said it on my Instagram the other day, 
and it, it was an epiphany I had while I was high. I would have been, I would like to get into how weed can like definitely help you through a breakup. To get into that, so <laughs> let's move on to um, that next. But I had an epiphany and it was just like, you can't, if you know, if you drop a vase, you can glue it back together, but it's still broken. Like you can't, not everything that's broken is meant to be fixed and fixing it would do probably more harm than good or do you know it would just kind of temporarily put it together until the glue uncracks and uh, you have to trust that like the universe is doing what it's supposed to do it's doing what it's meant to do you're doing what you're supposed to do you have to just like trust your instinct because I think for a lot of people when you're going through a breakup or going through an infidelity or situation you your gut already knows what you want to do and it's just like your feelings being like oh man but I don't want to break up with this person or I don't want to move on or I don't want to start dating again that's probably my biggest advice is definitely just like trusting that everything happens for a reason and that if it's broken you know evaluate is it supposed to be fixed or am I supposed to let it go most of the time if it's already broken it doesn't need to be fixed again I I couldn't agree more with that. I think that, you know, people come into your life for a season and that's what they're meant to be there for. And Mm -hmm. regardless if it's, you know, three months or three years or 10 years, they're there for to teach you and so that you can learn and grow from them. And sometimes it just doesn't always work out the way that you want it to. Oh, yeah, definitely. I also like definitely learned through this whole process that I'm someone I have, I like love Chris. I have a million crystals like sitting next to me right now. I love crystals. I love like all of that stuff. And for me, when I like heal, I think it's this really like peaceful, pretty process. But that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes healing is ugly and it's dirty and it has boogers and it cries. And it sucks. But it's still, but it's still a valuable lesson. Just because he, the healing isn't happening in a pretty way doesn't mean it's not valuable. And I was so confused. I was like, why? Like, I could not stop crying for, like, three straight months. <laughs> I just just kept crying. I was like, I want to stop crying. And I would cry because I was crying. And I was tired of crying. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm just, I need this. Like, I need to go through this, like, ugly stage to, like, understand the lesson out of this. And to understand how to heal myself. Crying is very good for you, too. I feel like I I didn't accept crying before all this. Now I love a good cry. <laughs> Isn't that interesting how that works? Like you, when you're with people and then you break up with them, regardless of the circumstance, cheating, not cheating, you develop in a way that changes not only your mindset, but maybe things that you didn't think that you would allow yourself to be able to do in the ways that you process, you now you now do and yeah that's very interesting to me because I went through the same thing and now I allow myself to feel the emotions that I need to feel I I don't give them attention but I allow them to come and pass so that I can Mm -hmm. process I used to be really bad at that I'm someone who would hate crying I'd be so embarrassed by it if I was upset I would try to like dance the shit out or something (laughs) I wouldn't let myself be sad or angry in this cycle. I kind of just let myself feel those feelings and it felt really good. It felt bad, but it felt good. I feel good now. (laughs) And in terms of like your anxiety and depression, how did you manage that day to day? Um, I have a therapist who's lovely. I highly suggest if you have the means to, 
go to therapy and I use Talkspace, the little like therapy app. And it's so convenient because your therapist is basically just in your phone. And I, I just love my therapist. It's great. So I had therapy. Um, of course, I had weed. I really had to self-care a lot. So um, I bought a lot of, like, bath things and skincare things. I had to come back to the idea of, like, just loving myself by myself with myself. Um, Which is very yeah. hard to do very hard you don't realize it until you're by yourself and you're like oh okay I'm by myself (laughs) I went through that too yeah um yeah I think therapy was like probably the number one thing that helped me and just taking the time to take care of myself and as you know and I'm sure some of the listeners know I you know run cushion cute and I have a full-time job so it's very hard to find that time to self-care and to make myself a priority but I was very very strict on about making myself a priority and like setting boundaries with people and setting boundaries at work like now I have a certain time that I stop taking work calls because after that time like I need time to myself I have a certain day of the week I'll do like once a week where I have to not work or I make myself not work so I can just like be by myself and enjoy my own company I think that self-time is really was really really healing as well it helps you evaluate things too in the moment oh yeah mm-hmm. Definitely. It makes things so much clearer. You have all these thoughts, have all these ideas, helps you with your business. And then luckily in this case, um, and I'm not sure if this ever happened to you, please interject if it has, but have you ever dated someone that you worked with or had someone helping you with something that you worked on? Yeah, I have. And I, and you know, that can get so sticky. That can get really messy. Oh yeah. And, and like, there's a reason why they say don't date in the workplace. And you know, it's, it's hard though, too, because it's like, I feel like in our generation too, especially like, yeah, you have dating apps and everything, which, you know, can only go so far. And like, it's almost like that's where you meet people is through work or college. Yeah, I'm like, or... I see you all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's like you spend 40 hours a week with them. So it's like, okay, it's kind of hard not to like maybe g- gain feelings or find someone attractive and, and date them. But yes, I've been through that. And I think for me, like personally, <clears throat> it was always very casual. I, I never had like a serious relationship with someone that I was working with. So I think for me, I didn't have any negative experiences. It was just kind of like, okay, I, I shouldn't do that just in case if I did get serious with someone that I was working mm-hmm. with that, you know, I could either leave that job comfortably or vice versa for that mm-hmm. other person. I've never been in the situation where I was dating somebody who I like work with in an office, but that I've worked with like in a collaboration or we were working on like a group thing um, or we were all like entrepreneurs or business owners and we all started working together. So I was able to kind of like, when it was over, I was able to very like easily separate myself because we didn't see each other every day. Mm -hmm. But in this case, he was helping me with cushion cute stuff. And I was just like, Oh man, there goes my helper. (laughs) (laughs) But I obviously had to figure out, like, okay, I, I was doing all this before. I can do it again after. He doesn't have, like, access to anything that would bring down Cushion Cute, hopefully. I don't think he's that spiteful. Hopefully not. Uh, yeah, let's hope not. I mean, I'm sure you have everything covered, but. Everything's covered. But I'm so glad it didn't. I didn't um give him like full access to my business because it could have gone totally left I can't even imagine like I almost like moved in with this dude almost gave him like part of my business oh my god and I'm so glad that I did (laughs) it I'm so glad like 
Ooh, that was a close one. <laughs> yeah, you dodged that bullet quickly. That was a close one. Oh, another good tip for healing, and I'm sure you're going to love this. Listen to your favorite female rappers. I mean this. Listen to Sweetie. Listen to Lil' Kim. Love her. Love her. Listen to, I feel like music was really, really helpful. Same. You know that I've been listening to uh, B.A.N. by Sweetie like a million times a day. It's my anthem right now. And those, even when I had days where I was feeling really funky and still not feeling well, I would blast my uh, favorite female rapper music or like just my favorite music in general and just really like take in the confidence that they were saying or like just try to feel the things that they were feeling. And be like, okay, yeah, I am that bitch. Like, yeah. I am. How dare he? I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be good. <laughs> they say that, like, you know, when you're going through. And I feel like this is just in all aspects of life. But that when you're feeling a certain way or you are trying to build your business or your brand, that you should hang around who you want to be like, be around who you want to be like and surround yourself with that energy, whether it be in music or because if, if you don't have those outlets physically, like I can't just go to Sweetie and be like, Hey, can we hang out because you're powerful? Yeah. And like, <laughs> I, I just need to be around your energy. I can't do that. So I have to like put it on my phone or my laptop and listen to it. Yeah. I think in, I think finding another person that you relate to makes you feel better because you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. Or finding just like an artist that you relate to. Music is such a big part of my life. And there are so many artists and albums out there that exist that I don't think I would even be alive right now if I didn't have those to play during my sad times. So I think finding like a good book or a good show or a good, if you're a movie buff, finding a movie that like inspires you really keeps you pushing forward, not just, like, through a breakup, but through any traumatic experience. I high-key feel like I have PTSD from that breakup. Like, that was traumatic for me. Yeah. You need your – I think what you're talking about is a digital soundboard. So Yeah, just have something that, like, you can focus on to be like, okay, I can – you know, they got through this. I can get through this for me. That's, like – even though I think me and Sweetie are the same age. But she's – you know, she's very, like, motivational, and her music's very, like – she made all of these moves by herself. Um, yeah, she's think who else. been by – Same for, like, women in cannabis. There are so many women in cannabis that I follow on Instagram, and I'm just like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that level. Uh, can I shout out some people? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Hello. I want to – because obviously we're the, the can of chit-chat, so we have to shout out women in cannabis um charlotte green is probably one of my favorites yes she's amazing she just launched her new book and already a bestseller so that's like amazing to me um who else wanda james she's the she's the owner of simply pure she's so good seeing her with her husband and her dog just like running the world is so cool (laughs) there's um there's so like there's just so many I can't even list them all just go to my Instagram and just see who I follow because seeing all those women on my feed just makes me like be like okay I'm gonna get up I'm gonna go to work they did it I can do it too well you're one for me that helps me do that oh my heart just exploded (laughs) (laughs) I think you know it's like and I mean, you know, we've never met and 
but we connect in this, you know, cosmic way and we're able to relate to each other and our businesses and we're able to communicate in that way and, and mm-hmm. be there for each other. And I think that's super important, like, especially in this industry, like to have that just one person that you can just text whenever I like, yeah. I know that if I text you that you're, you're going to respond to me and I'll be like, yeah, what happened? Exactly. And like, <laughs> it, it can be, we haven't spoken in weeks, but you'll just be there. I think that's like, so, so important to have when you're by yourself yeah, especially if there were breakups. oh my gosh yes especially yes. if I didn't have the support system that I have I don't even know what I would I would still be in a ball crying so what, like, what has no that idea. looked like for you my support yeah. system um well it's obviously when you like just being able to randomly text you when I'm stoned and <laughs> sad or sad and or stoned well, is so great because I'm like I have no one to talk to <laughs> I have all these feelings and then I'm like, oh, wait, I can text Lacey. Yes, always. And for a while, I wasn't. And you were like, don't you ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I, was, I, like, gave you my my piece, a piece of my mind. I was like, no way. This is not happening. Like, if you feel like, that way, don't I'm do here. That. Yeah, I'm, like, having, you know, you, of course, my best friend, Sierra. She lives in D.C. And she is, like, my ride or die yeah bestie she like she went to vegas with me and helped me get out of the hospital that's a long story um she has been probably the most supportive and even when it all happened um and i i think it's something that if you have a group of girlfriends or just like a really close girlfriend if you have another girlfriend that went through something similar to you then reach out to them because they can give you perspective on the situation um even my mom was like, you can talk to your, you know, you can talk to 10 of your aunts right now and all of them can give you a summary about their infidelity stories and what they did through that. It's so, it's terrible that so many women get cheated and on. Men it's, do better. It's so interesting. Like it doesn't make it any less painful for like us, but we're not the only ones. Oh no, not at all. Like it's so bad when it happened. I didn't, I, I didn't even break up with him initially. I didn't break up with him until three months after because I was like, whatever, men cheat, they have urges. And I was like, wait, no, that's bullshit. That like, is bullshit. I was like, that's not true. This is a lie society made. <laughs> you know? But long story short, if you do have a friend or a family member that can relate to what you're going through talk to them as often as you can because they have a perspective that you don't have yet but that you will eventually have because I just I didn't understand what she meant when she was like you're gonna get over it you know he made a bad decision da, 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 da. And I was like okay I'm glad you're giving me this pep talk but like I don't even know what that means and now kind of being on the other side of it I'm like oh, okay I see what she means now same for like talking to my mom she wants to kill him and I won't let her but <laughs> that's her job to feel that way. I was she's like I want to murder him that's but her job she's gonna <laughs> I know I'm like mom it's fine I'm an adult I can handle it I think just having that support system in general no matter who it is and I think when you're going through a breakup you think you have nobody you're like I'm all alone because I was always with him I was spending a lot of time with him was pretty much going to work, hanging out with him, going to work, hanging out with him. So when I had to cut him out of my life, it felt really lonely. I felt really like I told someone that I felt hollow at one point. So I had to find 
a way to not feel to like enjoy my own company but to also understand that I didn't have to go through this alone do you still believe in love I'll always believe in love it's it's annoying (laughs) I'm a hopeless romantic I fall in love way too easily that's the problem (laughs) I okay I'm a hopeless romantic but in standards so like I have this vision of what my wife looks like and like what she'll be like and how she'll talk to me and how I will, we will communicate and all these things in my mind. And when I'm like, when I see other females, I'm like, no, nope, nope. You're like, nope, that's not it. it. That's not it. Yeah. (laughs) I think think that's one thing that like made me break up with my ex-fiance is that I, I, I just woke up one day and I was like, that's not the, that's not my person. That's, that's not the person I'm going to marry. And that was hard. Like I said earlier, that gut feeling that your gut knows it usually before anything else. Exactly. And that is exactly what happened. My gut knew before I ever did anything that, that it wasn't right. I just listened to it and I should have. Same, same. But. I feel like listen to your gut, everyone. Yes, listen to your gut and listen to this. Your gut is usually ninety percent. And listen to this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I want to talk a little bit about how cannabis helped you through this, and maybe did you smoke more? Did you smoke less? Like, what was what helped you get through it to the point where you're at now? Because I feel like right now you're very strong. And you're through the end of that, the shit storm of emotions. Yeah. Um, I don't even, man, I smoked a lot. <laughs> I smoked a lot. Um, and not necessarily to like numb myself, but more so to like get myself moving, make myself, you know, get out of bed, eat something. Cause of course, when you smoke, you get hungry. It was more so like, okay, get, you know, get up, get up, get up. Um, there were a couple days where I just like smoked a bunch. I went um, to go see a friend and I went away for for a weekend. Yeah, for like two or three days and just spent the whole weekend like just being high as fuck because I took like dabs and was smoking blunts all the time because I just didn't, not necessarily I didn't want to deal with what was going on, but I didn't want to feel sad and I knew that weed is something that has helped my anxiety and depression before so I might have overdid it but I did take a tolerance break for like a week and a half and after that I'm kind of like back to my normal self but I don't think I don't think and I've said this before on my I've said it in a million places but on my Instagram and I've said it so many times I don't think I could have gotten through some of the hard shit I've been through without weed like I don't think I would have made it through those periods of time because I I don't take medication for my anxiety or depression I never have I've never done it so it was either I feel like my my two options for a long time were either just be sad and just feel you know this depression anxiety and just let it like run through you and feel awful or you can take this medication and I didn't want to do either of those things so I started smoking and that's when I was like, okay, this is a thing I can use when the depression might be a little bit too much. I always like to joke and say, like, when, my, when I disappear for a while, I'll be like, people will be like, where were you? And I'll be like, oh, I was, uh, my depression was kicking my ass that day. So <laughs> I, had to, I had to stay home. But those are the days that I, like, would just sit and have a blunt and go lay in my yard because it was the only thing that was really, like, you know, making my my 
myself get up and like get outside and be social and active which is a bad thing but also a good thing it's a bad thing because I'm sad that he broke my heart that much but I'm glad because I had weed to get me through it yeah to get you through it and I think also it it helps you have clarity I don't know if, about you but for oh, me yeah. I feel like when I smoke I, I have always clarity. say weed gives me clarity yeah. people think I'm crazy they're like it gives me clarity it makes me foggy I'm like you're smoking the wrong yeah weed. <laughs> no seriously I if I when I smoke I will just be sitting there and like all these different creative ideas start to come to fruition mm-hmm. for me because my I am able to like be calm because I, I have such bad anxiety that my thoughts are constantly racing and it just mellows everything down and puts it in slow motion yeah. for me and then I'm able it to- literally slows you yes. down and have to look at the bigger picture yes and and then I'm like oh my god like I never thought about it that way how did I not think about this before yeah, I think in a weird way for me, weed was also like helping me get through it in a spiritual way. Because even yesterday, I took, I had a little bit of my <laughs> cinnamon roll edible, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. And at one point in the evening, I was just kind of like sitting in my room listening to music and kind of meditating. And I started crying. And it wasn't bad crying, it was good crying. It was like, who I got through this crying. Um and I feel like weed opens up emotions sometimes. It can really, like, I always say it feels like it's pulling open your chest to, like, let everything out. There have been so many times where I was super sad and super upset, but I'm a very polite person, so I don't really, I never have outbursts. Like, never really, I'm not a super angry person at all or a super emotional person. But when I smoke or if I smoke enough and then I go to meditate or do yoga, I really feel like it's opening those emotions up and like getting that energy or whatever all out of me because I'm allowing, like I'm relaxing my body. My brain is relaxed. It just feels so good to let out emotions, especially like when you smoke a little and it just helps you open those parts of yourself up. That's amazing. I I'm so like, I'm so sad that you went through that because you're such an amazing person. And I just feel that like you deserve the most incredible man. And I know that that's going to come to you, but also grateful that you went through it because I feel like we both went through it around the same time and it just kind of made us closer. And I was able to open mm-hmm. up to you. And- I'm grateful yeah. too. Also sad, grateful. but grateful that it and Because I feel like this is just going to open you up to a whole nother opportunity of, of, of love oh, yeah. in a different way that maybe you never thought could be possible. And and like you mentioned earlier, there are people, you know, they come and go in your mm-hmm. life. And some people are here for a season to teach you things. And some people are here for a long time. So just understanding who's here for a long time and who's here for a seasonal time is very important. Yeah. And really invest in those in those people. Um, yeah. I low-key feel like he's going to listen to this and be like, oh, she's talking about me. He should. Yes, I am. if he he should and and when he does he's going to think damn I lost a good thing I lost a really great thing (laughs) I told my friend yesterday she was like do you think he's gonna come back I was like yeah of course they all eventually do (laughs) (laughs) which is not a lie just saying it's true I mean it's either that or it's like the lingering of them 
stays with you. Like, yeah, I definitely have lingerers yes. in my life. The people who kind of just text me every now yep, and then. Me and too. The minute I became single again, my phone started no. blowing. <laughs> okay, so the love of my life, the one I told you that like broke my heart into a million pieces. Um, and like, I don't like her. I don't know her, but I don't I like her. Well, she hurt okay. you. She hurt me really, really bad. <laughs> I still thought up until like last year we broke up like five years ago but I still thought up until last year that she was the love of my life like I don't and like like and I'm still emotional about her because we had that kind of like electricity when we sat next to each other like it was insane that's very hard to it's let go so of, hard to let go like, I'm like am I, like, ever am I get, crazy yeah am I ever gonna get to that level again and I always like I tell myself like yes you will because you were able to do it once so you'll be able to do it again but mm-hmm. um you know she still texts me like every like sometimes it's six months or every two years or something like that I'll get like a message from her or like I'll see her on social media and it's like and it and it never feels different you know it's still always the same but like I'm so strong now that like I would never like try to like do anything you know yeah but I I hear you with the lingers. I the lingers. The lingers. I know y'all are listening. Lingers. Yeah, you're listening, <laughs> and you're deciding that you shouldn't linger anymore. <laughs> um, okay, we're like at our time, and we went past it. But anyway, okay, that's fine. So before we end, which I hate ending, mm-hmm. but. We're going to do it. Okay. I'll come back, of course. course. I'm not even going to name them part one and part two anymore after this. It's just going to (laughs) be smoke sessions with you. Like, that's just it. Smoke sesh. Smoke sesh with Cushion Cute. Smoke sesh with Cushion Cute. And it's just going to be like one of our segments. We're just, it's just going to be a thing. But we already decided. I love how we just decided that right now while we're recording. That's okay, fine. Guys. This is a high idea. We're having, we're exchanging high yes, ideas right now. Ideas. Oh my God. Yes. Um. But what, is one more thing that you can leave the audience with who's going through a breakup that's in this industry, that's managing their business, that's going through just what you went through, or maybe something similar, like in terms of self-care, like I know that you had mentioned that, what are some of those uh, things that you did that helped you? And then maybe another piece of advice that we can leave them with today. Um, I'm going to return, I'm just going to further elaborate on my like trusting the universe and trusting the process of like what's happening. Um, I get I get a lot of signs like I'm someone who pays attention I'm a very empathetic person so I feel energy all the time but I just have getting getting a lot of signs from the universe excuse me that's you know the edibles kicking in I'm so tongue-tied it's ridiculous (laughs) like I was saying um just pay attention like because you'll know when something's supposed to be over I knew like months like months before I even knew anything happened and I just didn't listen to my gut I just didn't trust myself I didn't trust what the universe was telling me it was like the universe was screaming at me to check my man and I was like what are you talking about we're all good huh like my gut was like I had like two or three weeks where my gut was like hurting like fully like in pain and I was like what's happening and really just trusting yourself and knowing that like if you feel like something's off with you and your partner, communicate as often as possible. Even if your relationship is perfect, you've never had any problems before, still be like, hey, let's communicate about how I'm feeling. Um, 
And if something, you know, if your relationship progresses or ends after that communication, at least you know you tried and you put in the effort. And however the other person reacts, that's not your fault. You know, that's more something to do with them and not you. So you can't really blame yourself. Also, don't blame yourself if, you know, you go through a breakup. And keep making your money. Keep hustling. Um, I think a lot of people like to just give up after a breakup or any kind of traumatic experience but that's not like the fun part the fun part's not giving up the fun part is being like I went through that really terrible shit and I got through it and you're gonna keep getting through it I always have to remind myself this will be my last uh tip you've healed yourself before so you can do it again too good too good I don't even know like I mean, that is just amazing. I love it. I All good things. Well, this is all of the information that I've taken in through this breakup. Aren't you so I'm proud of so me? I'm so proud of you. And I think it's what a lot of people should take in. And I think this will be really inspiring for them. And I'm just so grateful that you were able to share that and part of your story I'm today. so grateful that I have a platform to oh do Oh, my gosh. Love- right? Like, seriously, this opens up so many different ways of communication to the world and other people and what they're going through. And that's truly my mission and, and what I want to do with this podcast. So I, I'm glad that you get to be a part of it too. My heart fluttering. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on again. And I can't thank wait you. to talk to you again soon. So ex- I'm doing an outro dance. You can't see it. but <laughs> <laughs> I am too right now. Do you see it? Do you see dancing. it in your, in your mind? <laughs> People think we're crazy. Probably. <laughs> Bye, Lacey. I'll talk to you later. Okay, guys. How amazing was that interview with the CEO and creator of Cushion Cute, Ayana? I really enjoy talking with her, and I think that there's going to be plenty more episodes with her to come. Um, don't forget to follow her at Cush and Cute. And always, if you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, please click, rate, and review this podcast. Until next time.